welcome to season two of the Daily Driver podcast presented by ThisIsBracketRacing.com. I'm your host, Luke Bogacki. As products of modern culture, we've learned to take pride in our willingness and our ability to, quote, do the hard things, end quote. We take pride in leaning into everyday challenges, from dragging ourselves out of bed and into the gym, to sitting down at the dinner table to have that difficult conversation. We idealize life-altering acts of courage, like leaving the job that we hate to pursue our dreams. Seeing as you've chosen to dedicate at least some portion of your own life to a pursuit in which winners and losers are often separated by thousands of a second while operating at high speeds and utilizing some of the most advanced technology in the world, chances are that you, like me, are one of these twisted souls that derive a sick pleasure from the act of doing difficult stuff. It doesn't take long to look around our sport and find plenty of difficult facets of the game to lean into. It's hard to develop the skill set, the focus, the confidence necessary to react accurately, within thousands of a second, run after run, time after time. It's hard to train ourselves to make the proper finish line decisions and safely execute those decisions at speeds often well in excess of 100, and in some cases in excess of 200 miles per hour in fractions of a second. It's difficult to put forth the effort required to learn, much less master a new skill, however small that skill may seem to be. It requires a ton of effort, a ton of courage to implement these skills against talented opponents and or in pressure situations. These are hard things. What if these difficult things are actually not the hardest tasks that we can undertake in our pursuit for on-track success at all? What if the hardest thing is actually the one thing that our culture doesn't idealize, doesn't romanticize, at times even views as a weakness. In my work with thousands of active racers, when they speak in their most honest moments, as well as in my own experience on the racetrack, I believe it's possible that the hardest thing that we encounter may actually be viewed as a soft task. What's the hardest thing? What, what if, what if the hardest thing that we can do is actually believing in ourselves? Despite my experience working hand in hand with racers for decades, despite my own vast experience behind the wheel, I've found it's not often that we admit that. As racers, we are capable of controlling these 1,000 1, plus horsepower behemoths, right? The last thing that we need to acknowledge is a sense of vulnerability. Or is it? There's such a stigma around optimism, around confidence, that if we just work hard enough, we push ourselves to the limits, the confidence and optimism, they just develop naturally. I can't speak for you, but for me personally, that's not always the case. What if self-confidence isn't such a soft thing at all? What if optimism isn't 
just dancing through a field trying to convince ourselves that life is all sugar and roses? What if optimism isn't soft? Because we acknowledge that it isn't easy. What if believing in our talents and our abilities is actually a choice that we can make? What if making that choice isn't necessarily convenient? What if it's often harder to choose optimism than it is to fall into the familiar belief that we just don't have what it takes today? That it's harder to latch on to a thread of belief than it is to choose to identify with excuses that justify our suboptimal performance. Within conversations inside of This Is Bracket Racing Elite, I often ask racers, what builds confidence? The answer I hear most commonly is momentum. And I think that most of us can agree that confidence, it's, it's easier to come by when we're rolling, right? Winning begets winning. And typically it's easier to feel like we've got what it takes to win sixth round after we've seen five win lights than it is first round after failing to see wind light for three consecutive weeks. What if, as a racer, we could choose whether or not to identify with our most recent performance? If our last run was positive, we could choose to feel good about ourselves and our talents. If the last run was dominated by a mistake, we could also choose to identify with the mistake. The truth is, whatever happened in the last round, has zero bearing on what's about to happen in the next round, on what we're capable of in this round, unless we allow it to. What if we could make nine consecutive bad runs and frame it like this? Whew, man, glad I got that out of my system. What if we chose to identify not with our recent performance, but rather with the performance that we know we're capable of? Unfortunately, what I hear most commonly at the racetrack, what I see in the racers that I work with, and what I often find myself falling victim to is essentially the reverse. We could make nine incredible runs, followed by one bad lap, nine stellar performances, one single mistake. And yet, we tend to focus on the mistake. From the outside, it's easy to look in and conclude that that single screw up that's not representative of our ability. But on the inside, it often hits different. We're taught from an early age not to focus on the positives. When we took a test in third grade, how were the correct answers rewarded? They weren't. They were expected. But with each incorrect answer, we were greeted with a big red X on our paper. We are conditioned to identify with the mistakes. The thought process is that in focusing on them, we can ultimately correct them. But what if, rather than dwelling on the mistake, we were able to view it as a learning opportunity and to do so briefly? What if the best method for minimizing mistakes, because it doesn't seem reasonable to try to strive to eliminate them, what if the best method for minimizing mistakes is to take a brief period to acknowledge what happened, to think about how we can do it better the next time, and then forget it. Wipe it off the grid, move on, and focus on all the times that we got it right. The thing about our form of competition is that more often than not, we either win 
or we make a mistake of some magnitude that prevents us from winning. And seeing as there are somewhere between, I don't know, 40 and 400 losers at each event compared to one single winner, well, it stands to reason that we'll make mistakes far more often than we'll win. And truth be told, oftentimes when we do win, it'll be in spite of a mistake or two, despite our desire to eliminate or minimize them. What if the lesson that we should have been learning back in third grade and revisiting regularly ever since is something to this effect? Just because we make a mistake doesn't mean that we are a mistake. What if I get to choose what I identify with? When I'm 40 on the tree, what if I get to decide whether that's because I'm a terrible driver or because I'm a human being that made a mistake? What if we could return from each round of competition and ask ourselves an honest question? Did I do the best that I could in that situation? No? How can I work toward that? Yes? Awesome! What if, win or lose, it's acceptable to be satisfied with that?